last time on Join the Party. Steven pushes his way into camp now that he has the soul of Jenny with two N's and two I's inside of him. So now he's like a 15-foot Home Depot skeleton with a face. Everyone at camp, all the campers and the staff, feel the need to perpetually play sports and be outside and are sweating a lot in the ever-heating sun. Carrie-Anne, at that time, is still locked inside of a bone cage as Conway horse gallops away. Phoebe puts on the moose hat and controls Charles in a very sad display of understanding adulthood, freeing Carrie-Anne and bringing her back to the staff lounge. As the best friends regroup, Carrie-Anne radios the director, who is in a secure location with Boo, but does not share where she is. She says there are some long-shot ways to turn Steven back and get him uncampified, but he'd have to talk to assistant director Z, who still happens to be in the staff lounge, concentrating with his entire magical self on controlling the massive stone Johnny that is still fighting the Bonezilla. That was finale part one. This is finale part two. Let's get the party started. The mystery is on right now. The thing you're trying to figure out is how to defeat Steven, right? Yeah. So what I would say is you have a few days outside of camp. Steven does not know where you are. You're trying to gather information about how to deal with Steven and what, how to get a leg up and maybe how to reverse his whole thing. Okay, you can either try to figure things out around here. You can uh, investigate a mystery moves, but you will need to like leave and try to f gather more information. If you were to do an investigate a mystery move here, it would be only the stuff you have around you in the staff lounge. You would then need to leave and do other things. Like if you want to read a bad situation, you would need to try to go to camp and see what's happening. Okay? Okay. We can like figure out what that looks like as you do it and as we move our way towards you all doing running your plan. So I think that you have the time now mm -hmm. from hiding out. You have only a few days until Steven has full control over camp, and this is totally irreversible. So what would you all like to do? I mean, first things first, yeah, we need to help ADZ defeat this Bonezilla, right? Yeah. yeah. Can we all help him in some way of, like, lay or channel energy? Yeah, I think you definitely do that. I think that this would be Phoebe, if you wanted to roll, use magic to help. You can, if there's anything else that all of you want to do before Phoebe does that. Because I don't, I think that there are some assumptions that are being made about what ADZ is currently doing. You don't say that we have hubris. <laughs> so I, so if you want to like investigate a mystery or do something here. Can I use my, the things I've seen? Perfect. Yes, you can. Um, so when I encounter this phenomenon, I declare that I've seen it before. Les says, I've seen this before. And <laughs> oh, the keeper may ask me some questions about that encounter and then will tell me one useful fact I learned and one danger I need to watch out for. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, when did you? When have you seen something like this before? I think as you do when you're growing up as less and you're trying to like figure out the truth of things, you've visited a lot of religious orders, for lack yeah. of a better word, like, mm -hmm. you know, churches, synagogues, but also like some of the more esoteric ones as well. Yeah, like that one synagogue where they only train hunters to kill Nazi vampires, yeah. Right, yeah, Classic. yeah. But but then also the weirder ones too, Eric. Not just like the normal ones. <laughs> oh, got it, yeah. No, yeah. I went to that specific one on Birthright. It was fun. <laughs> True story. I went to a uh, like a, a Catholic shrine in the woods of Alaska once called Our Lady of Perpetual Mercy, and they just had like a bunch of stone-carved crosses on like an honor system, almost like a farm stand where you leave money and then you can like pick one up. And I was like, sounds fun. And brought it home. And my life's been different ever since. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, yep. Yeah, so Les went to that one, too. Yep. And I think during one of his trips to, I don't know, made-up religion number one, comma, JTP. 
Sure. Uh, he saw someone sort of meditate in the same manner here. And yeah, he didn't quite understand it, but I think he got sort of, he talked to the person afterwards and like got a, at least like a metaphysical understanding of what they were doing. In a meditative and conduit sort of state. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what do I tell you? You tell me one useful fact I learned and one danger I need to watch out for. Great. One useful fact. Assistant Director Z, you finally put it together that you're seeing him do it. You know how you've been suspicious about him the entire time and you thought he was a werewolf and you thought he was a vampire and then you thought he was a werewolf vampire at the same time? Don't put that shit on me, Eric. He's been a werewolf the entire time. (laughs) Assistant Director Z is like this because he is a conduit of magical energy. Mm. He's like, oh, you know, that it just kind of juices you up, doesn't it? It makes you very <laughs> hairy and have have extra big teeth, and that's why he looks the way that he does, right? And it also is probably related to the way that you're like, oh, giant stone Johnny. There is a controller or a shrine where he's controlling said giant stone Johnny. You put those two things together. Mm. Like, the person who's really good at Excel. It's like, you should do the spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Amanda. Assistant Director Z has this magical spiritual energy. He can reach out. He seems to be very good at this and meditating and this energy radiating off of him as he's a conduit for connecting himself to this thing. Thing to watch out for, the assumptions all of you kind of made are true. If he stops doing it... The stone Johnny that's fighting the Bonezilla, which is currently still happening right now, except everyone is kind of under summer thrall, so no one cares about the two kaiju fighting each other. He would stop doing it. So if you need to talk to him, or if someone stopped him from doing it, that's what would happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. I relay all that to my colleagues, friends. Yeah. So so we shouldn't interrupt him because he's sort of the only line of defense between camp being fully destroyed and this, this like, bone dino, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if I, like, took his place and then you guys can ask him a bunch of questions and also mm. tell him he's a motherfucker? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I was going to say, too, like, the, all that cool stuff on the table, I mean, is any of it, like, a snowblower? Les, listen, I got to say... I dismissed your idea out of hand. That was wrong of me. It was a good one. And the director thought so. And I'm not just saying it because she thought it was good and therefore I have to think it is good. Um, I also should have thought it was good. So Yeah, I assume that one of the two options that she was uh, intimating was that one was, was snowblower winter. Yeah. And we, just to be clear, when I say snowblower, I don't. I mean like, you know, on like a ski slope when they're blowing yeah. snow out. Yeah. Not like a snowblower. Like that would be yeah. just air blowing out of no. the thing. That would be silly. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. These items do look dope, though, and I kind of want to see what all of them do, because one of them made ADZ into what I thought was a moose god. So mm. I bet the other items are also really impressive. There's like a raccoon god. There's like a, a bird god. Ooh, yeah. If you guys could be a god of the forest, what kind would you be? I feel like I would be like a like a like a butterfly or something, because then like no one knows you're coming, and then you can land on their neck, and it's like ja. <laughs> Carrie Ann, we need to focus, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric, can you remind us what those items were? Sure. Here's the thing. As you mess around with the items, you realize that they're all just... Um... Oh, no. Here's the, thing. Here's the thing about the items. The items are all just educational tools to make kids at camp's lives better. Like one is like someone has retrofitted like an amulet that reveals invisible creatures to find balls that have gotten lost in underbrush. (laughs) Like another one, another one is just like a real is a book, but it opens up and it's a hundred activities to entertain your kids written by like a monk in the 11th century. (laughs) Like (laughs) all of them are just one to a thousand is pray. Yeah. Pray, count, write. A lot of them do have praying and counting involved that's true uh so you use it as kind of a jumping off point for activities yeah another one is just actually a projector (laughs) it's just a movie projector uh and you're like what is this i don't know what this is that could be useful though we can use that so that is what the items are on on the table cool phoebe let's do your thing okay so i rolled magic already because you asked me to do it before yes 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 yes. i did roll a 10 (gasps) oh that's pretty good yeah that's, that's good. Okay, 10 plus. So, Phoebe, 
I'm going to ask what you want to do with this thing. Do you want to use this role to help Assistant Director Z? Or do you want to use it to replace yourself on running the Stone Johnny for the time being? I want to use it to replace myself so that we can ask ADZ some questions. Yeah. Okay, cool. Phoebe, what does this look like by you trying to get in there? Phoebe's eyes glow that icy blue first, and then it radiates down from her head and to her fingertips, and she reaches out and she places one hand on the stone Johnny, and then with the other one kind of brushes ADZ's hands off and then places it in his stead. I like that. That's great. Les turns to carry on it and says, damn, that was cute. Cool, right? That was really cool. <laughs> Fuck, shit. That was really attractive what she did. I mean, I mean, I mean, powerful and cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're like, it was cute and also cool, right, Les? <laughs> yeah, like everything she does. Uh, yeah. Don't make it weird. Uh, Phoebe, do you want to cut a promo as the Stone Johnny fighting the Vogzilla? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Immediately, you are pulled into the eyes of the Stone Johnny. Phoebe, you feel... 50 feet tall and you have the large muscles and arms that I feel like you're kind of just expressing with your emotions generally. I could do so many cool cheerleading moves like this. Kapow! <laughs> Pow! The <laughs> Johnny can't say anything, but do you want to make a... Uh, how do you attack the Bonezilla? Burr, it's cold in here. There must be a rock giant in the atmosphere. I said, Burr, it's cold in here. There must be a rock giant in the atmosphere. Yeah, I think Phoebe just starts doing a cheerleading routine. Like, yes. Like the up, down, on the hips, up, down, on the hips, and then punches this thing in the face. <laughs> Left, right, on the hips. Wonderful. That, that, while that's happening, Assistant Director Z immediately jumps up and is like ready to go. He's like ready positioned with his fists up, ready to box someone. And he's like, wait, I'm not I'm not the I'm not the stone I'm not the stone Johnny anymore. Carrie holds up a fistful of almonds. You must be really hungry. <laughs> I thought you were a werewolf. I know you did. You kept telling me that you kept telling me you thought you were I was a werewolf and you kept telling other people you thought I was a werewolf. I did do that. I'm sorry. He grabs the almonds and throws all of them in his mouth like mini M&Ms. Why are there CITs in the staff lounge? Because we're um, staff. Yeah. No, you're uh, not staff. We told you that that is a benefit that you get as soon as you become full staff. Okay, well, apparently we're the only ones defending camp besides you today because Jenny died and Steven made his way into camp after Jenny gave him permission to. And now the whole outside is like there is two more weeks of summer. It is really hot and there is no water and all the leaves are dying. And, and Jenny died and her bones are right there. Also that, what Carrie Ann said. And I call the director, and Boo is, is kind of outside of his body. He doesn't have a body anymore. We'll deal with that later. And she said, to talk to you, because there might be other ways to make this stop. So, maybe I'm not staff, but I am the only one with the answers right now. Or at least questions, which is how you get to answers. <laughs> got you there. We should make a motivational poster that says that. That's great. As this director, Z looks around and says, you know what? I was a little distracted after being taken off of my meditation. I'm sorry. I, I had a gut reaction. I should not, ju should not have jumped to that. That, all, that is a lot of information, Carrie Ann. Thank you. Tell me everything. And we do. Wow, thank you for telling me everything. <laughs> no. Um, you couldn't see it, y'all, but there was a star wipe right there. Oh, yeah, there was 100%. That's why the xylophone came back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so some bones fell down. Phoebe, give me another magic roll. Minus one, please. Seven. Seven. Phoebe, as you continue to do your cheerleading style uh, against the Bonezilla. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Not Steven, not Steven, not Steven. <laughs> 
you know in a video game when the frames per second stutter when it's like the computer is working overdrive and is having trouble keeping up with the whole thing you try to do a a really sick cartwheel into into the <laughs> that kicks the Mozilla in the face you stutter almost for a second like you it's hard to control and you try to hold on and concentrate even harder to focus your magic on the Stone Johnny. Take one harm. Okay. Phoebe drops some frames. <laughs> Phoebe drops some frames. It's 100%. So as you drop some frames, either you're going to have to continue to roll to maintain your meditation here. If you can drop it if it becomes too much. Or you might need to like concentrate and go into a defensive stance as the Stone Johnny. But that will happen as as you continue to concentrate. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, we, we go back to uh, the people who are not controlling uh, Giant Kaiju. Yeah, and then um, and then Conway ran away, and then I got Jenny's bones, and then Charles came and got me, but then it turns out Charles was just using that hat right there, so that's pretty messed up, and we're going to talk about it later when Phoebe's here. Phoebe um, wanted me to tell you you're a motherfucker. Wow. Fair. I don't think that. I think you're a werewolf. <laughs> I am I am not a werewolf. I Less, I think you saw what I am and what I do. I am a conduit for education. And, chi- <laughs> and also the spirit, the spiritual and the unnatural. Carrie, now I'm just messing with them and he doesn't realize it. I'm really enjoying this thing where we are like, we are like making fun together instead of me being right. I don't know what's ever told me about this and it's really fun. Okay, I've, I'm concerned. I think it's incredibly impressive of what Phoebe is doing right now. But if you need, I should really go back to it. Do you need, what you... What's the what plan? What are you looking for? What's the plan? The director said that you know something about some kind of plan that what we can do to take Steven away and like make winter maybe? She said there was two options, I think. Yeah. Right? Okay, winter and you said who is, how did Steven get in? Jenny said he could come in in exchange for two more weeks of summer. Like a groundhog. And then Jenny, and then there's Jenny is now this. Yeah, Steven like sucked out her life force, grew a face, and then got like 20 feet tall maybe. And then I'm not that good at distances yet. Um, And then he started walking into camp. He, he leads in and whispers and said, honestly, this is this is for uh, an apocalypse scenario. This is actually not so bad. It's actually pretty good. Um, Why do people keep saying that? So there are two possible scenarios that we can have this play out. One is there is an emergency way to cause the end of summer, which involves stacking... Snowball. We have see. We have sacred snowballs that are kept in freezers all over this area. Cool. And if we assemble them with using the right magical ritual, we can conjure something that can tell gets end summer as we know it. This is what Stevens control. Love that. The other is because Jenny. What did, what happened by Jenny coming into an agreement with Steven? And then Steven sucking out her life force and also her blood and organs and meats. Don't forget the plasma. And the plasma. Yes, you're right, Carrie Ann. Thank you. Is that Jenny, Jenny, Steven has Jenny's campness inside of him. So if Ken, if the camp would judge Jenny as someone who is no longer a camper, Someone who is not following camp's rules and regu- rules and making sure it's a good place to be, then this the Jenny's force, Jenny's everything, Jenny's fluids, oh, blah, blah, gross, inside of Steven would be invalid, and he would no longer have access to to camp itself, and would be rejected by the wall. Would they go back in to Jenny? Theoretically, yes. Okay. Hopefully. I've never seen it before, but it, it might be kind of nasty, but yes, <laughs> I would say yes. How do we make that happen? Yeah, wouldn't you be able to do that, ATZ? Because you're, apparently we're not staff, so whatever. You're not, again, why, you're not staff. You're, you're, it's in your contract. This is, you are in a liminal space. How, do you not listen when we make speeches that you're in a liminal space between being a camper and being a staff member? Yeah, yeah, it's a metaphor for puberty. Whatever, let's go. Can't you do that? Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> be aggressive. Be, be It aggressive. is not up to me to do so. It is whether or not camp... This is more of a of a thing that's outside of the the rules and regulate. This is outside of human decision. It's uh, gotcha. 
the as established by the rules of camp and by being in this area. It's more metaphysical than that. So there are plenty of things to do if you want to cause trouble and break rules on be, and on behalf of Jenny, you could, or you could try to put together the snowballs together. I can't, unfortunately, if, unless Phoebe's going to be doing this continuously where it seems like she could only hold on for so long, I need to get back to the stone, to controlling the stone Johnny because the Bonezilla is not going anywhere until yeah. Steven is taken, until Steven is taken out. Is there anything we can do to help you with that? Get this done as fast as possible, honestly. Got it. Got it. Yeah, could you, like, lead it away from camp, maybe? Yeah, I can try, definitely. Though, of course, it will be attracted to to its, to its controller, Steven. Got it. You could also, like, like punch him into Steven, you know? Maybe, like, mm-hmm. do a double whammy. Yeah, it's a little... It's a little more complicated. I'm than underestimating. That. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The fighting a bone, a bonezilla. Yeah, but yeah. I appreciate I appreciate your belief in me to just throw to throw the bonezilla at Steven and take him out, and then that would be the end of it. I appreciate that you think I can do that. Um, last question: Where are all the snowballs? How many are there? That's a good question. There are three. One is in the director's office. One is is kept outside of camp nearby. And Carrie Ann, can you please roll plus cool for me? All right, that's an oh my god, eleven, yeah, the devil's dicks. <laughs> it's an eleven plus two. That's a thirteen. Jesus Christ! And um, oh wait, wait a second, hold on. The assistant director goes over to a corner and sees that there's like a bunch of like old sweatshirts and t-shirts and stuff thrown in a corner. <laughs> And there's there's a mini freezer like we're stuck in stuck in the corner and he opens it up and the filling this entire mini freezer is a perfect perfect snowball. It's about two feet in diameter. Oh wow, that was lucky. It's wow. big. Whoa. Yeah, it's big. And it fills up like this entire mini freezer. I forgot the I. It's a good thing you asked me. I forgot this was in here. So you have one. Unfortunately, they need to stay cool, especially with how. Everything with uh, yeah, the yeah. entire the avatar of summer outside. Mm-hmm. So do I? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. Get them. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe, roll magic minus two. An eight. An eight. Phoebe, you can either stop now, or you can take another harm. Oh, why not? I'll take another harm. Great. Not like I can't heal. <laughs> Unless it's nat, but it's nasty healing. Well, I have I can heal one with magic, just normal, and then if I need to heal two, then it's nasty. That is nasty. Uh, Phoebe, you get taken out by a swipe of the massive Bonezilla tail, and you fall on your butt, and it hurts. What do we want, Autumn? When do we want it now? <laughs> now. <laughs> Um, thank you, ADZ. Good luck with um, with all the fighting. And um, yeah, the, the further you can get it from camp, the better. I'll do my best. I All of you have learned so much from this summer, and I've seen you all grow and thrive. And next year, I'm very excited for you all to come out on as counselors. Even I don't think there's going to be a camp here next year. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Next summer is only nine months away. Is this how it feels to talk to me, Les? No. It's much Thank worse. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, Carrie Ann. No. Um, but I'm definitely uh, going to be uh, doing something else. You should go relieve Phoebe now. Yeah. All right. I will. Uh, Susan Director Z puts his hand on both your shoulders and gives you a reassuring shoulder shake. Then, much like Phoebe did to him, he focuses his energy and uh, this warm amber light radiates off of him as he puts his hand back on the stone Johnny and brushes Phoebe's hand away and sits back in where he was. As Phoebe feels the transfer happening, Phoebe with her physical body leans into where ADZ is and whispers in his ear, I know what you did, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's an educational learning. You suck. That's fine. <laughs> I'll deal. I will deal with it. It's the price of being the vessel of your education. Yep. That's true. <laughs> All right. 
So, Phoebe, you're back. I think that you have these two options here. If you said before, you still have a few days to get your stuff together. I also want to say all of you can heal one. Nice. Because you have you've taken some time to kind of like bandage up your wounds and lay down for a second. I'm back to zero, baby. Woo! Go. Only two. Does anyone need additional magical healing? I have two harm right now, so if available, that would be useful. Would you like a cool new scar? Or sure would, would you... baby. Garyan like has her sweatshirt's off already, so she like rips off her shirt, ah! show her bathing suit underneath, and is like, "That my other shoulder, let's go." <laughs> All right, let me roll. You can use magic to heal three harm, but the process is exceptionally painful. On a seven nine, it also leaves a gnarly scar. Listen, it's got to be incredibly painful regardless. Right. Lay it on me. Yeah. Carrion is like scraped up. She has like leaves and mud on her back. Uh, like her sweatshirt is gone and that's like half of her personality. Like <laughs> her, her shoes are tattered. Like it's it's been a rough day. Well, luckily for Carrie Ann, I did roll a nine plus two for an 11. Shit. Yay! I'm sorry, Carrie Ann. I know it hurts, but... Also, you don't get a cool tattoo out of it. I feel bad now. Carrie Ann, this hurts so, <laughs> again, for the second time, this hurts so much. You hear your bones crunch back yeah. into place. I'm like, it's fine, best friend. <sighs> yeah, Les definitely turns like, this time, Phoebe, I'm, I actually feel okay, so I don't need the healing, but I wouldn't have turned it down. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> High five. High five. Nailed it. And then, like, your hands interlock a little bit. Yeah, Carrie Ann watches their palms touch for too long. She's like, is it sticky? Like, why are, <laughs> their why hands are your hands, their hands touching? touching? Phoebe blushes and walks away. Incredible. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I think that if you all want to do any sharp moves here about investigating mystery or reading a bad situation, you'd have to get closer to camp. Or if you want to try to figure out there's a little bit more stuff here yeah. that Assistant Director Z could have told you if you were holding out. Because it, it's like, the director did say that there are rituals that are associated with either one of these things. Right. Assuming you guys caught Phoebe up, I think Phoebe like is looking at the bones and skin of Jenny and is like, what if we like made Jenny... What if, stick with me, Carrie Ann. What if we put Jenny's skin on you and then you broke a bunch of rules, camp rules, and then we could get her kicked out of camp and then banish Steven? I, I'm not saying no. <laughs> but, I mean, she kind of broke a huge camp rule. I mean, I guess it's not a rule to like let the skeleton in the woods in to extend camp forever, but it feels like it should be. Uh, let's let's check the handbook. Yeah. And I would love to investigate a mystery or read about situation, one of those two, and see if there's any possibility in the old camp handbook. Are there rules that you can't come back from after breaking it? Sure. I think that you can investigate a mystery here. Mm -hmm. I think you would do it by looking that stuff up. I will say this is a phenomena. So you can use uh, what could fix it, cure it, or slow the phenomena down. How is the phenomena doing this? So how far does the effect reach and what will be affected next? Mm -hmm. Those are some questions you can add to your list or we can fudge them a little bit to tell you a little bit more. I think all of those specifically would be really helpful once we get to camp itself. But my my main challenge right now is figuring out which of the two routes we should do. And so I did just roll a nine plus one for a ten. Eight. Yeah, okay. bitch. On investigating mystery. So I think essentially the, the question that I want to like spend all three of my holds from rolling a 10 plus on is what can fix it, cure it, or slow it down. And I am really interested in whether the snowball or the wearing Jenny's skin and breaking some rules plan is more viable. Great. So you can interpret that how you want to, but I want to like triple down on that one question. You want to ask that question three. multiple times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can ask that twice. You have, you have two holes. I think if you ask it twice, I can give you two different answers here. One is... When you look at the when you look at the handbook, there are end of summer rituals about making sure that like, hey, here's how you make sure your campers feel fulfilled after and like dealing with the end of camp and all of this stuff, which is similar to like why you all did the locks, why the locks was important in the first place. Remember, there was that place that was mm -hmm. outside of the wall mm -hmm. that has all the locks mm -hmm. that you all put there, um, which is the place where the oldest age group kind of goes to deal with the end of their camper lives. 
So there's some stuff about that. It also says that, like, a big thing, which you remember, is that part of the ritual of ending camp is the big end of summer banquet. So you got to set up the banquet. The banquet always has a theme. It has special food and it has special decorations and stuff, right? So if you wanted to get the snowballs in the cafeteria and put together this big magic ritual to use the language of Monster of the Week, you could. And I can say that the ritual for doing this is that in order to put the emergency snowballs together as the spirit of ending summer, you would need to set the mess hall up for the end of the camp banquet with a theme, decoration, and food. Uh, you need a powerful artifact from camp to tell camp that it's over. And you would need all three snowballs that are not too melted. The other would be... <laughs> the vid magic ritual would be Jenny needs to commit enough like mischief and cr and camp crimes for camp to recognize that it is bad, uh, that she is bad. All three of you would then need to demonstrate that you are people worthy of judging camp specialness. You would have to offer something up from camp's founding. And then the final step is that it seems like there's a final step of the ritual that happens once you pull all that stuff together and you set it all up. I will say that I have a custom move for causing mischief on Jenny's behalf. You do not need to wear Jenny as a mat, as, a, oh, as clothing, on. but you will need to keep Jenny with you at all times. Okay. I think, I think that's wrong, Eric. I don't mean to correct you, but I think that's wrong. <laughs> but Eric, what if I used magic to make her into a creepy little puppet? You can. You totally can. That'd be great. I'm just saying that Carrie Ann's like, do I need to wear Jenny like a coat? Do I need to wear Jenny <laughs> like a coat? And there is no determination saying that you need to uh, leather face this happening. But this is like, there's a whole section on like discipline for campers. Right. And I think that it's like, yeah, you need to witnessing them doing it if you have to look into something if people think they're a bad kid if they actually did it or it was just rumors and i think it's about like association with the quote-unquote camp crimes to do it so those are the two big magic rituals you would have to do there is no location specifically for that but you would need to like big magic ritual it up Hey, it's Amanda. I just had the fabulous experience of installing a new shelf in my kitchen where I just have one of those moments where you sort of notice what you're doing and notice a human invention. And I said to myself, wow, shelves are really amazing. They really expand your storage without adding anything to the footprint of your apartment. So great. So, you know, this mid-roll goes out to shelves. Thank you, first and foremost, to our newest patron, Taryn. We really appreciate you joining. Thank you so much. You supporters on Patreon let us do all of this stuff. You let us put a ton of time and effort into a three-part finale extravaganza. You let us plan for the very exciting stuff we're going to do in between the campaign and campaign three to do things like refresh our theme song and artwork and all kinds of exciting surprises that we have coming up for our next campaign. It is truly due 100% to the support you give us on Patreon. So if you are listening and you are enjoying it and you are excited that there's going to be a campaign three, consider giving us a few dollars a month at patreon.com slash join the party pod. This week at Multitude, you have to check out the show that was on everybody's lips last weekend at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's Games and Feelings. This is an advice podcast all about games where question keeper Eric and a revolving cast of guests answer questions at the intersection of fun and humanity. I am on the show every so often talking about advice columns of yore and answering questions about things like cozy games and low dexterity games and Pokemon. It is so much fun. Whether we're talking about TTRPG podcasts, game streams, escape rooms, party games, bridge. There's all kinds of stuff that we cover as well as the companies and workers that actually make these games, which I know you are interested in. So listen, you got to check out Games and Feelings. Look for it in your podcast app where new episodes are out every other Friday.
We are sponsored today by Hero Forge, which offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I have been thinking and doing a lot of character creation recently. Why? You'll find out soon. And I love making a mini on Hero Forge's 3D modeler as just a way to get inspiration and start thinking about who my character actually is. It is so much fun just to play around there. There's truly thousands of things that you can add. It, it feels like playing dolls when I was a kid or playing Legos, but I don't have to like buy and then step on and then store Legos. I can just do it right in my browser. It's so good. And by the way, if they don't have the particular like leg or arm or face part that you're looking for, you can suggest them. Go to heroforge.com slash suggest where they welcome new part submissions and are constantly adding stuff, sometimes based off of what you want. So go to heroforge.com to check out their perfect miniatures, including color printed options, which you can order right to your house, custom minis in a variety of materials. That's heroforge.com. We are also sponsored by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. This is our friendly local game store where you can shop either online to get shipped to you or in store for games, puzzles, gaming gear, and swag. They were the site of our first, uh, or maybe our second live show. They were our first ever sponsor, and Lauren and Louise recommended my favorite soup dumpling spot in all of New York City. Shout out M. Shanghai. They are the absolute greatest, and there really is no feeling like going to your friendly local game store, waving hello to the people you've you know made a relationship with and finding something new for yourself or a friend or a game night that's upcoming for you. So next time you shop at 20 Sided Store, you can use code JTPCAMP, all one word, for 20% off your first purchase online. Or if you're going to the store, just mention join the party and they'll give you that 20% off discount right at the register. That's 20sidedstore.com or visit them in person in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, guys, I so often wish that, like Carrie Ann, I could reference the uh, manual of Amanda, copyright 1992, uh, where, you know, there are all of the instructions for all of the phases of life and the things I might find challenging and the stuff that comes up for me, how to troubleshoot and optimize myself. It's a, a thing that I wish was like a class in school or a thing that I could just study or better yet. I don't know, like a DLC I could download right to my brain. But the second best thing I have, apart from a user manual, is therapy, where my therapist helps me to understand more about myself and how to deal with myself and more than that, take care of myself in the world. I've only got the one body. I've only got the one brain. And I have to figure out how to live in it and with it well. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking for whatever reason, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash join the party. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. This is very fun. Yeah. I'm going to have trouble choosing one. Mm -hmm. Do I mean, that's the question is, do we have to choose one? Should we split them up? Should we not split them up? Um, I think we do have to choose one because otherwise it's going to be too much. I think I'm particularly drawn to the make mischief option because I think that's going to be fun. And also yeah. the ritual seems like a candle lighting ceremony, which I appreciate. Yes, it does. And like your vision. Yeah. And like my vision. Well, I think the vision could have applied could've, to could've either of those yeah, since it was yeah. pretty vague. It was just like it's we're in a hot place doing yeah. a ritual. <laughs> we're like, well, that could be anything. Yeah, I would say just this is just my advice. I would say don't do both. However, there are things that are part of both that might help you with the other one. Right. So, like, for example, there is this emergency snowball. You could carry it around for as much as you wanted or use it as an item, even if you're not using it for the ritual. Yeah, that's for next summer's campers to deal with. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. You could use that to your advantage while you're doing mischief. Doing mischief might also be a distraction. You can use that custom move while you are running around camp looking for the snowballs. Yeah. The okay. snowball also will probably keep us cool from the heat effect that is happening in camp. So hopefully that's an option as well. I also feel like there might be 
complications in finding like food or sneaking into the cafeteria and finding multiple snowballs. So I, I think the Jenny one is straightforward and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think Amanda just wants to wear someone's skin, but I think we should indulge. Brandon, this is a fucking fantasy campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I do this if not to embody my deepest fantasies? <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I already have an idea. Excellent. Hell yeah. As you are still preparing here, do you want to try to read a bad situation and sneak into camp and see what's going on before you head out there for realsies? Can I make a suggestion where we use the moose hat to see what the camp situation is Mm -hmm. so that none of us have to physically endanger our forms, our, our fleshy human mortal bodies? I agree. I think we'll have to obviously go into camp with Jenny when we're ready. So whatever we find there, like we'll figure it out. But yeah, if if we want to try that, I'm sure the perception will be, to use D&D terms, less good than it would if we were there individually. But I'm I'm happy with that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, for sure. I would say, because you, again, as we've established with wearing the Moose Mickey Mouse hat with special under the sea, everything's better down with its wetter (laughs) branding. That one, only one of you can do it, obviously. And it's Carrion. <laughs> However, it would be a magical move to do it interacting with this magical item, and you'd be seeing through your eyes using the sharp. So it's the relationship between your magic and your sharpness. And so we'd have to figure that out, whoever wants to do it. Mine are both plus two. Yeah, it shouldn't be me, certainly. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see Carrion be a moose. <laughs> That's what That'd I was be very funny. We could do that as a goof next summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I only have plus one, so I think it. Obviously is. Sure. Cool. All right. Why don't you make a magic roll to see how it's going? That is a six plus two for an eight. Carrie Ann, do you want to help? Bump that up to a 10, maybe? Can I? You can try. How would you help? Good question. Let me think. It's just a lot of compliments. That hat looks great on you, Phoebe. <laughs> um... Phoebe, can you, like, channel the, um, whatever energy is left in Jenny's husk? Would that help you? And, uh, Carrie Ann, like, holds up the bundle of Jenny's bones, like, uh, like, in Phoebe's space. (laughs) It's really authentic. Phoebe, like, puts out one finger very reluctantly, like, uh... Phoebe, it goes squish when you do it. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Carrie Ann, do you want to help out? Mm-hmm. All right. That's a 10. Hell okay. yeah. Incredible. So you get plus two to your roll, Phoebes. All right. Mm-hmm. We bump it up to a 10. So basically, I was going to subtract because the moose has terrible magical cataracts. That's true. You would have had worse sharp. So, But now, since you bumped you up to a 10, Phoebe, you are good. Just roll regular read a bad situation plus sharp. Yay. Ooh, baby, that's a 12. Jesus fucking Christ. Yay. Hey, oh, let's Let's go. go. (laughs) I can't make hard moves against you when you roll well. Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry, bruh. So here are the questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? If you act on any of the answers, you get uh, bonuses to that. Okay. So what do we think about best way in and out? And are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Or should we do biggest threat? I liked the first ones you suggested. I don't think we need to necessarily get out because the hope is that when we finish our ritual, Stephen will be gone. So instead, I'd be curious how to protect the victims. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Amanda. So best way in, any dangers we haven't noticed yet, and then protect the victims? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, the moose is sneaking up to the woods line. <laughs> it's just gonna sneak. He's gonna sneak it up there. Okay, best way in. I would say going from the water hole in is your best way in because the water hole is no one is going swimming because there's you look down and the water hole is filled to about thirty percent. You can see that hole the literal hole that goes from the brook that leads into the water hole. You can see it, you know, like in a bathtub where it's like there's that hole that makes sure it doesn't overflow. That's what it looks like, but it's like four stories down. Ooh. Why is our hole so deep? Yeah, it's incredibly deep. 
You Why see is the, the watering hole so deep? <laughs> I wanted to rephrase that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that hole, it deep. Because there used to be silicone in it. Going in through the water hole is the best way in. However, the water hole is also the thing that's closest to the woods, and you would it would be very extensive for you to get into camp. Safer you're, you're, but longer. It's safer but longer, you know? That would be the best way in. Okay. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? So, one you know is that there's no water. It's hot. It's really hot. And there's absolutely no water, which you saw from the quickly drying water hole that's part of it. I would say you got to make sure you keep yourself cool. The other thing I would say in terms of things you haven't noticed, I think that as you're watching, well, maybe the moose sneaks up and you you come across like a like a kickball game. It is like the largest kickball game. It's like 50 people against 50 people. And if someone is like, oh, I don't want to play kickball anymore. It's too hot. Like they like try to stumble off the field. Like another camper runs up and grabs them and be like, no, we got to keep playing. The game's almost over. It's it's. 204 to 204 in the 15th <laughs> inning. No. Um, and they kind of grab them. So I think that there is an element, there is an awareness of whatever's happening in these games to continue and get more people to play consistently and constantly. So we'll have to be sneaky because the campers will try to rope us into playing games. That's that question. And then finally, what's the best way to protect the victims? I think it's the heat thing. A lot of them look really hot and are trying to like stumble towards shade, um, but they won't because they keep playing. I think also like it's this is sustained and consistent. So if there's a way to protect the victims, I would say like try to find a way to keep them cool. Okay. Is he going to let them die or is he going to like let them drink and sleep? Uh, that's a good question. I think there's kind of like a magical kind of perpetual element happening here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like in reality, not drinking and eating and playing sports continuously for hours and hours and hours, you know, because like everything feels very vibrant and bright all over camp. But they're definitely not happy. They're not they're not having a good time. So take that as it is. Okay. They're like the night in that third Indiana Jones movie where they're just being sustained via magic, but they're not like thriving. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. That's helpful. I think as Phoebe takes off the moose hat, Les is going to turn around and say, okay, I have, I have a, I have a thought for one prank. And also I think um, maybe we should all fill up our water bottles with snow from the snowball. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it is magic, but if it is magic, then we could drink some of the water. Maybe it'll like, keep us extra hydrated, you know? That's a great idea. I'm really glad I have my Yeti flask so that uh, <laughs> yeah. it'll stay cold for hours. Like well, three you days. want it to melt, so maybe let it melt and, and then cold. I'll just lick it. Yeti is a real kind of its own magic, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's named after the, mag- the Yeti magic that blesses every single water mm-hmm. bottle. True. <laughs> that is a good fucking idea. Definitely Yay. do that. Each of you has a... Water bottle full of magic snow, a hundred percent. Yay! You solved his puzzle. It's Brandon. that thing where, like, you, like you know, it melts one mouthful at a time. And yeah, really like cold. I like the idea that you open it up and pour it in your mouth, and like you, you, like when you're eating snow and it turns to water in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, love it. Carrie Ann, you know, like all the rules to camp, right? Yeah. What are the worst things that people can do at camp? Not do what you say. <laughs> okay. Not say what you do. Okay. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann, I would never laugh at you. Thank you. I don't know why you Carrie would. I do laugh, but it's with you. I don't really make any jokes, so I don't know why <laughs> you would laugh like around me. But we're just enjoying your company, Carrie Ann. Oh, okay. Sometimes great. I just laugh with the joy of you and your friendship. Oh, thanks. I feel that way at camp, too. I um, do make fun of you sometimes, but it's like a fam- familiar make fun of, you know? Well, shut up. <laughs> so um, I think if Jenny told a bunch of lies and um, destroyed a bunch of stuff mm. and, like, stole and cheated and, like, broke the waffle makers <gasps> and all other stuff that makes camp camp, um, maybe, like, called Wolf Hill across the the way and like told them to come like drink beer or something. <gasps> Carrie Ann, um, where are we going to get beer? Do they have beer? I don't know. They're bad. So probably. Um, and then also like I have 
you know, and then she holds up the original camp manual. It's yeah. a document from the founding of camp. Yeah, cool. What does the manual say is the worst thing someone can do at camp? In the manual, it says graffiti for attention. That's easy. We just need to find spray paint. Yeah. Yeah, or just like a knife. Like, what if she just wrote fuck camp? I have a knife. Oh, you can carve it into some kind of like into the buildings. Yeah. Like, I would say the tree, but I don't actually want to be that bad. So, no, I mean, the tree is really maybe... good in the squirrel <laughs> yeah, that lives there, Polly Walnuts. He's a delight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe just His like the side of the building. Walnuts? Yeah, canonically, his name is Polly Walnuts. <laughs> cheap, 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 Polly Walnuts. Cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap, cheap, Polly Walnuts. Cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> Great. Wait, what if, like, okay, I love this, Carrie Ann. Great. I think, like, uh, we could put something in the waffle irons, like, like melt, like, shoes in the waffle like irons to destroy them. Yeah. A frisbee. That's a great idea. Yeah. How, this is a out of character question. How many crimes does quote unquote Jenny have to commit in order to get kicked out of camp? Great question. Okay, Thank so you. here is the move because I want to do some, of, I want to see us do some of these crimes. This is such um, a fun final challenge. <laughs> final challenge be gay, do crimes. No. <laughs> here is the custom move of causing mischief. If you want to cause mischief on Jenny's behalf, you roll plus cool. Explain what you do. You need to commit at least three mischief crimes. Okay? One of them has to be a crit because you have to continue to top yourself in, in terms of making doing mischief. Love that. Right? Okay. So one needs to be at least a 10 plus, right? right. A 10 plus, it's a rousing success. It happens. Everyone's like, oh, shit. On a 7 to 9, it is a success, so you still get the point, but you have to choose one. Someone gets seriously hurt. You, the person, gets in trouble as well as Jenny, or it makes you look stupid. <laughs> On a Good. six or less, I choose one, and it fully blows up in your face, and you don't get the point. Cool. And it's plus what? Cool. Plus cool. Ooh. Because you're you're being cool cats. Crimes are cool, Brandon. Are we acting under pressure? So this is what you would do for the thing itself. However, from getting from place mm -hmm. to place, you might be acting under pressure or doing stuff. I just wanted to roll plus weird instead of plus I cool. I know you did, buddy. <laughs> no, it's plus cool because you're doing crimes. Whee! You're doing mischief. Yeah. Okay. I think that we talked about it enough. I think it's time to go. Okay. Let's do it. Hell yeah. You pack up your stuff. Are there final things you want to do as you leave the staff lounge? I'm just shoving snow into my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I am going to dress Jenny's skeleton from clothes from the corner in like the lost and found that were like by the freezer. Yeah. Um, uh, Amanda, what is one of the, sh what is the shirt you grab say? The shirt I grab says, I went to Donna's bachelorette party and all I got was the stupid t-shirt and then on the back, dot, 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 and a hangover. <laughs> nice. Whose shirt is that? I must have gotten confiscated. A hundred percent, yeah. Or a previous counselor brought it. But that, like a camp hat, camp windbreaker, like some pants from the swim staff one time. Um, yeah, I want to I want to dress her in as many camp regalias as I can. The hat yeah. says, I went to camp, die, and survived. Yes. Nice. Um, Do you get it, Eric? I know. I think it's great. That I was good. Really good. That was Phoebe, good. Here's what hey, I Brandon, think. Brandon, here's a joke. It is a joke. Thank you. Phoebe, here's what I think, Phoebe. You can animate. You could definitely, I don't want to make you roll for this. You can animate Jenny as your, your puppet. But if you need her to do something, like, action-y, I will make you roll plus magic. Hilarious. Let's do it. Cool. I think we cool. should do a merch that says, I went to camp, die, and survived. We'll do it. We'll put them on Mickey Mouse here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You all, you step out of the staff lounge. You walk through the woods with the stone Johnnies, the little stone Johnny guys pointing you back towards camp. Thanks, little guy. Thanks, little guy. Thanks, little guy. Thanks, little guy. <laughs> As you head back in, it is, again, it is super bright. It is super, everything is like the contrast has turned 100% up. And every single person in camp right now is playing sports with 110% of their energy. All of their clothing is drenched in sweat. They're still throwing themselves into it, but they're looking pretty tired as they're doing it. Everyone's so stinky. I, I can't believe Eric would make the ultimate big bad of our campaign, sports. <laughs> sports in summer? Shocked. Sweating too much while you're playing sports in the summer, 100%. Checks out. Yeah. 
And in the middle of all of it, you just see Steven cackling, being like, keep playing, we're all having fun. Once you win, maybe I'll give you some watermelon. But you have to win with, like, pride and dignity. <laughs> all right, it's time to pull some pranks. Yeah. Sick. Well, first, I think we can certainly graffiti fuck camp on the side of maybe the sports shed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's uh, debase it with my knife. And then Phoebe pulls out her knife. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are always surprised when I have my knife. <laughs> I like cooking. It's you. It's the way you pull it out, Phoebe. And carry it when you're not cooking. Yeah. Is that that's the main thing for me? Why is it like threatening? I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. It's the noise you make when you do it. It's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who? Which of you is going to go over to the sports shed and do it? Amanda, do you want this one or do you want the waffle one? I don't care. Okay, I'll take this one since it's Phoebe's knife. Yeah. Okay. Phoebe just puts the knife in the puppet's hand. Incredible. In Jenny Puppet's hand and says, all right, go spell out fuck camp. Uh, the sports shed is pretty far away. You're kind of going to have to cross through some games of soccer that are happening here. How do you do it? Can we sneak around so that, like, I'm picturing it, it's in the middle of the track area, right? And the track kind of goes through camp. Can yeah, we yeah, sneak yeah. around the outside so that we don't have to pass through the field and probably make some, what in D&D &D would be wisdom checks, but I don't know right. what would be here. Act under pressure, please. Okay. I got a eight. An eight, Okay. I'm going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Can I help at all? Yeah, if you'd like to. If you'd like to expose yourself to some danger. Yeah. Um, Carrie Ann would like to charge into danger without hedging her bets. Carrie Ann, no! And just kind of walk openly across the field and be like... This grass is getting worn down. Move over that way. Move over that way. Move the game over that way. It's extreme dodgeball now. It's double the length. Move over that way. <laughs> and start kind of crowding people into like one half of the track. Oh, Carrie Ann, we were in the middle of a game. I know. I'm no fun. Let's do it. Oh, everyone knows Carrie Ann's no fun. Mm -hmm. Say it louder for the people in the back. I like the idea that Steven's standing in the center of camp and is like 20 feet tall and turning like a mate. It is like a maypole in the yeah. middle. And he like turns and be like, everyone knows Carrie Ann's no fun. But maybe I'll have fun if I play dodgeball. <laughs> Extreme dodgeball where there's spikes on the balls. Oh, no. oh, fun. Yay. Right. Roll, roll to help out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. That's a nine to help out. As a nine to help out. Mm -hmm. So you do still get the bonus. Yeah, Phoebe gets the bonus, but I expose myself to danger. You expose yourself to danger. Yeah, I think uh, one of the sports staff guy goes, yeah, I got the extreme dodgeball balls, and takes out a bunch of like red rubber dodgeballs with literal spikes on them. Be like, all right, Carrie Ann, it's you and all, like, the little, and all the little kids against me. And just throws one at Carrie Ann. Ha, fun! And all the sports staff takes out these dodgeballs and then throws them at you and a bunch of the Cardinals and all the eight uh, fifth graders. Scatter! <laughs> you have one flying at you, but you can also protect someone if you'd like. If I can just yell scatter, I'll take harm. Uh, I'd also like to interfere with what a monster minion or bystander is trying to do with Jinx. Nice. Sure. Nice. Seven. Okay, what does that do? I always forget what Jinx, Jinx does. Yeah. It allows me to hold one, and I'm going to use it to interfere with something that a monster minion or bystander is trying to do. Okay. What are you? Yeah. How are you interfering? I think that when all of these people are trying to throw the balls at Carrie Ann, like a bunch of them just like trip, and the ball like bounces away harmlessly rather than <laughs> flying towards Carrie Ann. It spikes away. All right. Yeah. You you can definitely keep a few from happening. Um, I think also Les will just sort of like use no limits and try to like run fast and move kids out of the way. Uh, Les, if you want to get in the way, that would be protect someone. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll use protect someone, and that's plus tough, which I have a zero to. So do I. Still got an eight though, which is good. Okay, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all the harm they were going to get. That's okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, those spike balls, both of you take three harm, please. Whoa. Shit. All right, I'll I'll use one of my holds then to reduce harm by one. So you should only take one? Yeah. Because don't you have armor? Yeah. yeah. Can I spend both of my holds and I'll, I'll reduce one to Brandon? 
Yeah, reduce someone's harms over by one. Oh, nice. Both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll use both my holds then from dangerously putting myself in this very situation, <laughs> uh, and I'll reduce one harm to less and one to me. Sick. Okay. So less, you take two harm, and carry on. Remember, you only take one harm because you have armor on. Mm-hmm. Thank I you. I always forget that, and because you're just wearing a really nice jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think both of you are also uh, as you get as you get hit by these spiked dodgeballs, um, you get hit in the stomach, and as it plunges into your body, the air is knocked out of you, and you're also knocked down. Uh, as you say, "Get out! You're out! Get out! Get you're out of the, you're out of the area!" So you're stuck doing the dodgeball Ooh. as Phoebe is carving the stuff into the sports shed. Okay. That is the the harm move of fall down. Cool. Oh no! Hi, Phoebe. Uh, what font are you carving this in? Just for my own, like, brain imagination, you know? All caps, comic sans. Beautiful. Incredible. <laughs> All right, Phoebes. Give me that mischief roll. It's a flat eight. Okay, it's an eight. What are you carving into the, the sport shed? Fuck, camp, love, Jenny. <laughs> two ends, two eyes. Um, you have done one mischief. Congratulations. Yay. However, you have to choose one. You get seriously hurt. Uh, you get in trouble just as much as Jenny does, or it makes you look really stupid. Maybe you misspell fuck or something because you're a kid. Yeah, if you misspell, you misspell fuck. <laughs> I spell fuck, F-U-C-C. And then Phoebe looks over at Les and be like, yeah, I think Les would tell me that's right. <laughs> that's how you spell it. Yeah, another CIT comes over and be like, "What, Phoebe, you don't even know how to spell fuck? Uh, Jenny doesn't know how to spell fuck. Mm, Okay. See, it's signed Jenny with two N's and two I's. That's how you know it's her. Okay, you and Jenny both don't know how to spell fuck. Okay, well, your mom doesn't know how to spell fuck. Oh, got him. Okay. From across the field, you hear, got him. Yeah. (laughs) Woo! Steven is like, I heard Phoebe doesn't know how to spell fuck. <laughs> I don't need to know how to spell it to fuck you up. Oh, wow. Yeah. You really got me there, Phoebes. Too bad I have full control over the thing you love. Uh, shut up. 